airplane flights arriving from the Middle East full of sick passengers that have to be quarantined. The new Ebola outbreak in the Congo spreading to cities and neighboring countries. Fears of a new cholera outbreak. How does all that point to the second coming of Jesus? I'll tell you how right after this word from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. On September 3rd, London's Guardian newspaper ran the headline, It's not if, it's when. The deadly pig disease spreading around the world. A major disease striking down the world's pig population is a big deal to people who work in that industry, as well as those with a special love for bacon. But what does that have to do with another Ebola outbreak or people getting sick on airplanes? And why would any of that point to the second coming of Jesus? Well, here are four reasons why. And number one, Jesus said to be on the lookout for something called pestilences in the time leading up to his return. In the Gospel of Luke, the Lord said, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Pestilence usually means the outbreak of disease, but it can also refer to the rise of other pests, like monkeys taking over a state park in Florida, or what Smithsonian Magazine called the plague of pigs in Texas. Certainly, Ebola, AIDS, cholera, and the like fall into the category. But Jesus said these things would increase in the time just before his return. Number two, the uniqueness of today's pestilences. There have always been plagues of various sorts, but we have nothing like the Black Death that devastated Europe and Asia in the 1300s or the worldwide flu pandemic of 1918. So why is this a sign? Well, the thing that makes us uniquely vulnerable to massive disease outbreaks is our dependence on antibiotics. In an increasing number of diseases, those antibiotics have stopped working. Antibiotics were once expected to usher in a new era of health. What no one realized was that survival mechanisms designed into microorganisms would give those bugs the ability to fight back. With every human use of antibiotics, we kill all but the hardiest specimens. Those hardiest ones are the only ones left alive to reproduce, hence creating a new generation of what scientists are now calling superbugs. Last year, the Mir newspaper ran a story on superbugs. They wrote, get this, this is a quote, superbugs will kill 10 million people a year and spark a post-antibiotic apocalypse. Without immediate action, experts warn, the phrase post-antibiotic apocalypse was coined by the United Kingdom's chief medical officer, Dame Sally Davies. That apocalypse is not here yet, but it's getting closer. And when it arrives, it will be from all directions at once. And that brings us to number three. Jesus didn't say pestilence. He said pestilences, plural. 
Previous plagues and pandemics have come alone. But the superbug apocalypse will feature various kinds of diseases, all unstoppable and all hitting at once. That fits what the Lord said exactly. And sign number four, Jesus described a whole host of things that will be happening as we get closer to his second coming. Pestilences is only one of many. We are now seeing a convergence of those signs all happening at once. And the biggest one is that Israel has again become a nation and the Jerusalem is under Jewish control. None of the other signs meant much until those things occurred. They are God's announcement to the world that we have entered the end times. Folks, I need to ask you this. Looking at these things, it's quite obvious that the Bible is true. So are you ready to meet the Lord? Have you been forgiven of your sins? The Bible tells us there's no other name under heaven by which we can be saved than that of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have not asked Christ to forgive you of your sins, then you are not forgiven. And when you die, you will be judged for your sin and you will be separated from God in a place the Bible describes as hell. However, if you've been forgiven of your sins, if you've repented of your sins, if you've asked Christ to forgive you of your sins, then when you die, you won't be judged for your sins. You'll find yourself in the presence of the Lord in a place that the Bible describes as heaven. Do you want to know that you are forgiven? If you do, then pray this with me. Uh, Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Uh, right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.